Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Brian Matthews, and I want to welcome you to my podcast. Now, I've been doing podcasting not too long, but since July of 2019, seriously, of course. And I realized that, you know what? I never really did an intro. You guys don't really know me or know who I am or basically who or how I came to be. So, well, here's your intro. Like I said, my name is Brian Matthews. Uh, one thing I will always put out there is that I'm a husband, father, grandfather, believe it or not, and an army veteran. I served in the military for 24 years, which doesn't really make me special. You know, I did enjoy in the very beginning of coming back from Iraq, of getting the hand claps. But I'm not going to lie to you. After a while, I got old and the milking through the the TV and the commercials, it just it got played out really quick. Like I said, I served in the military for 24 years, which makes me or made me part of the 1.29 million who served. Believe it or not, that's less than 0.5% of the United States population. That's just saying 0.5% of the U.S. population is actually doing what we call selfless service and basically keeping our country free. Now, while in the military, I had a chance to go around the world and I saw many cultures. Now, here's a fun fact. As of 1988, the military was sexist as well as racist to a degree. The job I performed, there weren't many blacks or Hispanics in it. It was predominantly white and I was field artillery. Now, most of the blacks were sent to what we call 13 Bravos or the gun line. I was what I guess you could describe it as the multiple launch rocket system. It was the next hottest, greatest thing, but there weren't a lot of blacks or weren't a lot of blacks. And for the most point, or most part, I should say, they thought that we weren't smart enough to be in the job. I mean, I'm just being real with it. I'm just saying, at, at this point in my life, why candy coat it? Now, why do I bring this to your attention? Well, I was in the Army for 24 years. I was discriminated against. Trust me, I have stories about that. We won't get into that, at least not right now. Um, I had times of alienation. And then I still stayed in. And retired. Why? Because the benefits outweigh the BS that I put up with. And eventually, I'm not going to lie, as time progressed, things did get better. But not that the fact that we got better, it's that we got smarter. Public Enemy, they had a lyric back in the day. I got a letter from the government the other day. I opened and read it and said they were suckers. They wanted me for the army or whatever. Pitching me, give them the damn. I said never. We used to rap that all the freaking time, which is crazy because we were wearing the uniform. We were in the military, but nonetheless, we were kind of militant. <laughs> Believe it or not, we were kind of militant and people saw that and they feared it, which was a bad thing because basically what you were doing were bringing a lot of issues to yourself. Learn that the hard way. Now, the question I often ask is, why did I join the military? I get asked that a lot. And for the most part, I joined the military so I could become more mature and to be truthful, I saw myself going down a path of darkness. I, I saw myself basically going down a path of crime. And not to, well, let's be honest. I also had a daughter. And I wanted my daughter to have some type of stability. My father was in the military, and we had a stable life all the way up till I was 18. It wasn't perfect, but it was stable nonetheless. And I say all this because... My podcast often appears to be slanted. For those who have been listening, and if not, and this is your first time hearing my podcast, just check out the previous episodes. I got about 26 of them. Get caught up. But I'll be honest with you. Statistically, 15% of the people who actually come to listen to my podcast will listen to the entire podcast. That means 85% 
we'll go somewhere else. I guess I couldn't hold your attention for whatever reason. Maybe because it was boring or maybe because, I don't know, it wasn't hip or I know what it is. It's not lit. That's it. <laughs> hey, boys and girls, here's some more fun facts. Most of the world doesn't care about getting knowledge. I don't see most of the world. A lot of people. Let's just not generalize. A lot of people do not care about getting that knowledge. Only thing they care about is what's going on now. And I'm not blaming millennials. I'm not blaming millennials. I'm not blaming blaming anyone. I'm not pointing the finger at anyone. I'm just basically saying, for the most part, people don't care. When I look at my analytics, it says that the ages 35 to 65, mostly male, will gravitate towards my podcast. The question is why? It's because a lot of people take some of their freedoms for granted. And one of those freedoms is the freedom of speech. Everybody thinks, oh, I can say what I want to say. Well, yeah, you can. But black men and boys face a higher risk of being killed by the police at a rate of 96 out of 100,000 deaths. By comparison, white men and boys face a lower rate of 39 per 100,000 deaths. Despite being bigger, a bigger portion of the population in the United States, overall, you know, men face at a rate of 52 per 100,000 deaths. It's crazy. This is this is according to the PBS station uh, KR, KLRN. You would think that everything is Gucci if you weren't watching the news or if you weren't paying attention or definitely not listening to this podcast because this is the kind of stuff that I put out. I am giving you the insight, the easiest way to get over somebody. Hey, fill them full of BS. A lot of people are going to believe it. And if you're not, if you're not smart enough to listen and understand, then hey, it's easy to pull the, the wool over your eyes. We're used to it, you know, dying while being black in America. But I heard an interesting fact from Dr. Phil. It was an older uh, episode of The Breakfast Club, and he was talking about white privilege. Now, like I said, this podcast is slanted towards the, the black and the brown so because I'm not a white guy. I don't know white privilege. I could just go by what I see. But when you have someone like Dr. Phil, he, he gives you some things to think about. Like, why didn't I get that job? Why, why are things the way they are? Well... When you're white, you get 40% longer interview for a job than men or women of color. And believe it or not, the interviewer will sit 24% further away from a minority person during an interview as well. I mean, so there's no, there's not a lot of connection there. Now, I myself didn't realize this and maybe that was a reason why I wasn't getting jobs or getting picked over. I'm not saying that's the case, but what I am saying is, I'm bringing some statistics to you to give you, basically, I'm trying to wake you up. So if you're 18 or 21 to 25 or 21 to 34, and you're just stumbling across this, don't go to the next video. Hear what I have to say. Be aware. Be that next person that understands, hey, my future is not guaranteed. As long as Trump is in the office, here's the bottom line. I know it could be boring and uh, getting some knowledge isn't always cool in a lot of aspects. Black comedians have been hitting it on the head for years, especially Chris Rock. He says, if you really want to save your money or hide your money from black folks, well, the N-word, put it in the book. Because reading is like kryptonite to most ends. Now, if you don't know, I try not to be profane. I try not to use certain words. I don't want to promote that, but... Do I or have I? Yes, I have. Because sometimes you just can't candy coat it with letters. Sometimes you have to get the full effect of the words. But continue on with that. Barack Obama directly referred to that same routine by Chris Rock 
on a Father's Day speech, June 15, 2008, saying that there are too many of our men, they are proud and they brag about the things they're supposed to do. They say like, I'm not in jail. I take care of my kids. Fool, that's what you're supposed to do. You don't brag about stuff like that. That's just what you're supposed to do. And the reason why we're like that is because our ideals are different. Do you think going from 18 to 25 by not going to jail is an accomplishment? I, I didn't know that avoiding jail was such a hard strategic task that you had to do. I'm 50 and I, <laughs> I made it successfully. But yeah, it is what it is. You got to look at it for what it is. A lot of our minds aren't really there. Ask yourself this question. How many people do you hear bragging about them having a bachelor's degree, a master's degree? But I know as long as you have your diploma or your good enough degree, GED, guess that's all that matters. Well, once again, here's a fun fact. The black education attained by sex, percentage of black men and women over 25, 6% men graduate uh, with a professional degree. 9% women graduate with the same type of degree. 12% men, and these are people who have actually gone to college. I should, I appreciate that. 12%, they graduate with a bachelor's, 14% for the women, 7% associates, 10% for the ladies, 20, 23%, some sort of college, no degree for the guys, 25% for the ladies, 30% regular high school diploma, 25% where it drops for the ladies, which is kind of weird. 6% GED or alternative credentials and 16% and 30% didn't have a degree whatsoever or a diploma. This is what we're looking at. So it's, it's easy to see why Donald Trump is in office today because too many of our people are not concerned with their future. Trump has already worked on taking away the birthright amendment and now the Civil Rights Act of 1866. Now, I'm not going to get into that too deep because that's actually going to be about my next podcast or the topic of my next podcast. But the birthright amendment, that, the 14th Amendment, I have talked about that. You should check that out because as if they're trying to slant it towards the Hispanics, guess what, black folks? It's actually about you. Trump is being real sneaky and I'm telling you, he's trying to bring slavery back. I can't prove it at this point, but... Some things just, hey, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, then guess what? Call it a duck. But hey, most Americans wouldn't know because we're too busy watching Team Mom and Team Mom OG and Florida Bama Shore. Now we got our minds wrapped around these things that are not as important because it's nothing more than a distraction. Understand that it's nothing more than a distraction. He who controls the media controls the narrative. And I will end it with this because like I said, this is just the introduction. I'm just, I'm just giving you some Fruit. I'm just giving you some food. I'm just giving you some substance to make you say, hmm, maybe that old dude has a, got a little bit insight. I'm going to come back. The people in China are dying for the rights that us Americans take for granted. Now, normally I wouldn't talk about China because for the majority of the time I was in the military, Chinese or the Chinese army of the Republic of China, whatever you want to call it, were our enemies. Not that it matters, but it does. There are six measures that were outlined in the guidelines aimed at preventing minors from indulging in online games. Among them is a ban on online video games for minors between the hours of 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Minors will also be restricted to 90 minutes of game time every day except national holidays when they are allowed a maximum of three hours. Okay, this is the country mandating because 
education was slipping. Americans were too busy killing each other over chicken sandwiches from Popeyes. This is what I'm talking about. Understand, stupidity is systemic. And if you don't understand what that means, you get the internet and look it up. It makes sense. This is the type of content I provide on a weekly basis, people. I've revamped my programming, and if it's not educating or challenging the status quo, then it's not relevant to the cause. So if you're ready to be informed, then like, subscribe to this to my YouTube channel, as well as follow my Facebook page. All will be listed down below. And know this, if knowledge is power, then a God am I. <laughs> this is Brian Matthews, host of Psychologist, and remember, being uninformed is not only an excuse, it's a choice.